Hello and welcome back to SAT time. We are so glad you've joined us again this week. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Chloe. Today's topic is how to make the most of your junior year. It's a broad but important topic. We've simplified it into a few main points and ones that you should keep on your radar throughout the year. Yeah, and just to mention another thing that we wanted to bring up quickly before we get into this episode um, was a question that we got asked after our last episode, and that was, what should I do if I get a bad score on the SAT? No, I know Chloe has experienced this personally. <laughs> just kidding. Um, so our answer to this is don't panic. Also, like, we're kind of not kidding. Um, everyone yeah. goes through this. The, the first score is always not great. Mm-hmm. Do you the first test as really a practice test, a more realistic version of a practice test. Yeah, yeah. So... This is what we're doing, and hopefully will work out for us. Um, So we're going to take another test, and then if you can't do that, just know that many other colleges uh, are now test optional, and this test is only one factor that goes into the application process, so really don't stress over it. I know this year has been the first year that they are um, test optional, so you really don't have to submit your test scores if you're not above average for uh, that college that you're applying to. In fact, it might be better just to leave your scores out and kind of weight your um, admission more on the essay portion. But yeah, really don't stress over it. Exactly. There's tons of other components to the application process. And in reality, the test is just a small component and one that is not the sole factor of your application. All right, and so the last thing before we get into the podcast is that today we are drinking a cup of black tea. We've added a splash of vanilla extract and some milk to make it a little bit special. And as always, the recipe can be found on the Instagram. All right, so our first question is, why is junior year so important? So it is the last set of grades to go on your transcript that will be sent to colleges And it's often the set of um, teachers that students get recommendations from that year. Um, And students' interests have started to solidify. So this is a year to really take classes of special interest to kind of show what you might be interested in in terms of a major um, and show your commitment in terms of that field. And it is also when you take college entrance exams, most commonly students take the SAT or ACT. Yep. So the first point we wanted to make was about grades. Everybody is going to tell you that this is the year to get your grades in order. Basically, it's the last chance to prove yourself. And while this is partly true, you shouldn't allow yourself to feel stressed. Improvement is what colleges look for, so those bad grades that you got in freshman year can be canceled out by improvement. And what I mean by this is that let's say you got a handful of B's, maybe a C even. If you show improvement from sophomore to junior year and even to senior year, colleges, this is exactly what colleges are looking for. They want to see that you learn from your mistakes, you got your studying in order, and that you've improved. This is really important and can basically cancel out those early on bad grades. So another thing I wanted to mention is that a few Bs will not hurt your chances, especially if they're in honors or AP classes. Now, the limitation to this is that Cs are on a different level. If you have a C or a few Cs, colleges are going to want you to explain that in the application process. So keep that aware. Now, if you have a C in a class, try really, really hard to get that in order so that it only shows up for a semester or two at the very most. So you just really want to eliminate those C's, and if you're not able to, just explain it on the application, and colleges will understand. 
Um, okay. Rigor of classwork is also really important. If you're taking advanced classes, AP honor classes, colleges are going to love that. It shows that you're committed to education, you're interested in learning, um, and that you really want to challenge yourself. It looks really good. So yeah, just keep that in mind when you're choosing your classes. Another thing is that getting good grades in classes that could align with possible majors in college will look excellent as well. So let's say you want to major in, let's say, writing, English, and you have a 97 in your AP English class. Colleges are going to love that because it shows how committed you are to your possible pathway in the future. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, we also want to talk about how critical it really is to form relationships with your teachers, especially in junior year. Um, this is because you really want to ask for recommendations towards the end of junior year, if not over the summer or very, really, really early into your senior year. And the Common App, which is a form of college application used at the majority of universities, across the United States requires four recommendations. You're gonna need two humanities and two math and science recommendations. So this means that you really need to build up those relationships with your teacher so they write you a really good recommendation. Also, it's just good to have a mentor and someone that you can trust and go to if you have any questions. Leading into the first thing you can do, which is go to tutoring, go to your teacher's tutoring sessions. So they can really see that you're a committed student, put forth that effort in class, put away those distractions, pay attention, get enough sleep the night before so you're not asleep on the desk of your first period teacher. Don't use your phone in class, turn it on silent. I know I've been guilty of having my ringer go off in class and it's very embarrassing, so don't be that person. Turn in your best work, turn in your homework on time, try your best, and participate in class. Teachers love when you raise your hand, ask questions, um, give your opinion. They love that. Exactly. Um, so another special thing about junior year is that you have more freedom of classes. Typically, um, freshman and sophomore years, they're really set in stone, so you're taking a lot of um, general classes. But by now, your interests have started to solidify. You really kind of know where your passions lie, what you're interested in, what you're not. Um, and our best piece of advice is to take classes that interest you, not just ones you think will be impressive. Does AP Calculus look impressive? Yes, but it shines more if you get a good grade in, let's say, an AP class that you're really passionate about, AP English, you know, AP Art History, just something that you're super passionate about and that colleges can really appreciate that. Um, so yeah, showing passion for classes and subjects that you love are really important to college admissions officers. When you have passion for something, that shines through and they're going to see that. They're going to see that you took classes that you were interested in, committed to, and better yet, if you get good high grades, an A in that class, that just speaks by itself. It shows how much you loved it, how much time and effort you committed into it, and just that it's important to you, that it's something you care about. Um, so lastly in this section, it can also help you find possible majors or minors for classes. And what I mean by this is, let's say you find a class that you like. Let's say you love math. Who loves math? If you do, good for you. But basically, if you love math, then you're going to want to try to find a college that has a really strong math program. And so finding your interest in junior year can help you narrow down 
college choices. And that's really helpful and a really good tool to use when narrowing down your list. Yeah, and kind of going off what Chloe said earlier, um, make sure to take your harder courses and courses that really interest you. Don't take AP Calculus if you don't like calculus. You're just naturally not going to do as well in it as you would in AP Creative mm. Writing or something like that. Um, it's just you don't want to put forth that extra effort and just torture yourself all year in a subject that you really don't like. I know I'm guilty of doing that and it's definitely taking its toll so I would not recommend. Um, okay, lastly, this is the year that you take college entrance exams which we talked about in our previous episode SAT 101 if you want to go check that out. Um, obviously we specifically mentioned the SAT and talked about that but there's also the ACT so you're going to need to really try and build in 10 to 15 minutes of studying each day and you can kind of build that up slowly throughout the year as you get closer to your test date and most juniors take the SAT or ACT or both three times um, to get a better score or less times if you achieve your goal score earlier on. You can also test out each one, take each one a couple times, see which one you like better, and I think we failed to mention this in our last episode, but there has recently been an allowance to super score, which means that if one day you go in and you get a super high score on the SAT reading section, but then you don't do so hot on the math, and then you go in two months later and you do terrible on the reading section, but you do great on the math section, you can actually combine your first reading score and your second math score to super score and get that SAT score up, and you can send that to colleges. So you have tons of options, so seriously, don't stress about it. Right. So that's it for this week's episode. Tune in next week for our new episode, and remember to check out the links in the podcast description to find our Instagram and Spotify, also our Anchor profiles. Thank you so much for listening!